Well, hello there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a great opening right there. Hi, this is Travis, and you probably recognize me as the voice of reason on the Dace Man show. I did the intros and everything for the guys. And uh, welcome to episode one of Hey Honey, I've Been Thinking. And this uh, features not only myself, but my beautiful wife, Heather. Hello. And basically all this show is about is her and I just got some topics we're going to be discussing and just offering our point of views on everything. So how this is going to work is each episode is going to have three different topics. And each topic starts with the very beginning where I say, or, or Heather will even say, hey, honey, I've been thinking. And then we follow up with, okay, what you been thinking about? And then we just go into the topic that we uh, decide we want to discuss. So let's just go ahead and let's just get right into it. Um, hey, honey, I've been thinking. Sure. What are you thinking about? Everybody's been talking about this subject since it's happened uh, in March. We're talking about the Oscars where Will Smith basically bitch slapped the hell out of Chris Rock over a stupid little insignificant joke. Yeah, that joke was very G-rated. In fact, um, if I don't see how that could have possibly have been offensive in any way, shape, or form, because that movie was a very um, prolific, grounding movie to show women's support and women's. You're strength. talking about GI Jane, yes, GI Jane that starred um, Demi Moore. I think that came out about ninety. Five, I think. Ninety five, ninety six. I thought it was actually a pretty good movie. I've never seen um, it. But it shows a woman surviving in a man's world, being strong, independent, not at all negative. Yeah, I mean, um, like I said, I've never seen the movie. Um, I've seen clips of it. You know, usually they show clips on TV. I remember seeing like commercials for it on TV back in the day, but um, never watched it. Never watched it. But even in that respect, I got <laughs> the joke. That uh, Chris Rock was um, presenting to everybody. And it was so lighthearted. It was not a dig at Jada Pinkett Smith. Well, considering the majority of Jada's life, she had her hair either severely short cut or even shaved. Yeah. Most of her life. I mean, it's so it's a norm look for her. It's not a big deal. Exactly. And few, uh, it was like what a few years ago that she said that she had alopecia. And I mean, I... Don't know the severity of it, but she said that she just shaves her head because she has this. And I've seen other actors and comedians who have the same condition. Like, for instance, um, Matt Lucas. If, if, if you guys have seen um, The Great British Bake Off, he's one of the new um, presenters on that show. And he was even on Doctor Who for a couple years. And he had, he was born with this. No, I don't think he was born with it. Just it... Like around the age of five, it you know it, it developed, and he no longer can grow hair, and he does have he has no eyebrows at all. But what's fine is amazing that she only has this one stripe that she can't grow hair on, which is kind of ironic because that's the same spot they were cut into for people who had facelifts. I'm not saying she's had it, but I'm just saying that's a coinkydink. Also, um, a woman of her fame and notoriety instead of you know being insulted by alopecia and being ashamed of it shouldn't she be embracing it by 
creating a line of wigs for women who have it. So that way, if they feel they must blend into society, they can look any way they like. I don't understand why she won't do that. Other people do. I, it's just, it just, I, the more I keep thinking about this, I mean, we've had discussions about this um, for weeks after it happened. I'm sure that you yourselves, the listeners, have had uh, conversations with, with other people about uh, this uh, the situation at the Oscars. And it was such a harmless joke. And it, what pisses me off so much is after Chris Rock just like just said what he did, which again, very tame. At first you see Will laughing, and then you see Jada Pinkett kind of growing her eyes like, oh, whatever. And we cut away back to Chris Rock, who is um, still talking. We don't see what kind of like expression was on Will's face when he all of a sudden changed his mind, thinking, oh, I need to defend my wife's honor. I'm going to go up on stage. The thing is, abuse is abuse is abuse. It doesn't matter who it's toward or anything else. If What if that was Wanda Sykes saying in that joke? Would he gone up and he went up and slapped her? What would have happened? Would the people be quiet and keeping their mouths shut and not saying or doing anything? Or would how quickly would one of the other actors run up there and, you know, <laughs> confront Smith? It, where was security, though? That's one thing I've been wondering about is where the hell was security? I mean, you see Will approaching Chris. Why didn't somebody step uh, get right there on stage and just made sure nothing happened? See, and, and see, that's where I get so irritated over where they say white privilege. There is no such thing. You've got two black men and you've got Smith slapping Chris Rock. And guess what? They're both wealthy. Guess what? He's getting off scot-free for assault. Why? Is it because he's wealthy or is he now entitled? And, and I think that's horse It is. It is such horse patooey, as you just said. What's even more ridiculous is um, they gave, well, Will, um, the Academy um, is punishing Will by banning him from attending the Oscars or any events related to the Oscars for the next 10 years. He, this is the first time he's ever been nominated. It's not like he's ever going to, it's not like that each movie he's going to be in for the next 10 years is going to be Oscar I mean, this is, okay, he's been in Hollywood and in movies for over 30 years, and this is his first Oscar. Seriously. And do you know, so, and how many Oscars have he boycotted with Jada and didn't attend anyway? So it should just be like, it's not really punishing him because he didn't really go to them in the first place all that often. So uh, it's the whole thing is, I mean, it's ridiculous in the fact that Will, for all of throughout his career, I mean, his music has been clean. He never swears. He doesn't put any violent um, lyrics into any of his songs, you know. And then he was a... Uh, Basically, the, the the person who uh, one of the celebrities out there who was advocating against violence. Exactly, he did one of those uh, "more you know" commercials. You know, the more you know, and where he was talking about violence is not acceptable to use your words and don't use your hands or fists. He did that many many years ago. Why couldn't? So what is he a hypocrite? I think so. I think, but I, I'm I do feel sorry for him. I am not blaming Will Smith for this stuff that happened. I am blaming Jada. 
Uh, yes. She, she, um, yeah, she, she did all this. This is her doing. Because I've been thinking about their marriage, their relationship. Uh, here's this person who has just come out and said that, yeah, they're, they're in an open marriage. It's her that's in an open marriage. I don't see Will with any other woman. And Ricky Gervais made a pretty good point. I love this. He said if he was the one that was uh, presenting the Oscars that night, you know, for that one category, he would have um, made a mention about Jada Pinkett's boyfriend. Yeah. And that, that that whole family is just 50 shades of what the heck is going on. Um, it, they're, they're made more and more of a laughing stock of everything. Um, nobody's going to take them seriously. No one's going to really rely on them. And um, that's just, that's pretty sad. It's a sad thing. And um, there's even right now that he is now part of the, the cancel culture because there's so many people who are, I mean, any, any of the projects that he was going to be a part of, now they're on the back burner well, the, or just been canceled outright. Well, the thing is, he was a role model. Major a positive role model. role model for young men, young black and white men, on to be good, upstanding citizens. You get the world handed to you on a platter if you're good and upstanding. And now he's just demonstrating, nope, you could do it with violence and get away with it. And that's like undoing how many years of good that he did. Now, I don't know how many kids were actually watching the Oscars, especially when that happened. But... What a message that he was sending to all these kids and young adults. Like, this is this is how you solve a problem. If you don't like what somebody says to you, you just go up and you belt someone. What kind of message does that send? Well, the thing is, it's not watching the Oscars. It's going to be all over the news feeds, especially on their Facebook or their TikToks yeah, and everything. It's yeah. going to keep, and the memes are being generated by the millions. So, yeah, um, like I said, Will Smith, he made a mistake, but... I do believe he was forced into that situation by Jada and she's the true culprit. She is, and I'm going to say it, my opinion, she's toxic. Exactly. I was going to say the exact same thing. She, I, she, she, when she came into this marriage, I mean, I didn't know a whole lot about what was going on until things are coming out. And that was them saying, this is how our marriage is, or this is what we're doing. They are very, very vocal about their relationship and with their family. It's like, do you guys know what TMI means? Because I really don't need to know all this stuff. Right. We we don't need to know that. And that, you know, that's bringing up something else. So um, I think we could wrap this little topic up for right now. We could come back to this one if you Maybe wish. Maybe in a future episode. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as more things develop, but, um, hey, honey, I've been thinking. Hey, what you been thinking about? Have you been watching or catching any of those quick little videos about the Depp Heard case? You've shown me some videos, and I've seen a little bit of some of the actual um, news feeds um, that were being shown, like, on different outlets, like YouTube, for instance. Uh, what is going on here? The latest. Um, yeah, you, so you, you have Johnny Depp, who is um, suing his ex-wife for $15 million defamation <coughs> um, because of the article she wrote for the Washington Post. Sure, she didn't state names, but it was obvious who it was and um, who it was about. And she is countersuing for $100 million. 
well, if you look at the net value, um, net worth, uh, Johnny's worth $78 million and she's only worth eight. So um, Gold Digger does scream in my mind. <laughs> um, also, remember, she has no talent, and she kind of made me vomit in the mouth whenever I did watch her act like an Aquaman. It's like, oh. Oh, God. Anyway, she's pretty. She's got a great figure. She can't act. Uh, she should just stick to modeling, if anything. But, um, yeah, just basically, uh, she's going to be the next Kardashian. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm kidding. But so that's the gist of it. And right now it is the a plaintiff side, which is Johnny's side, that is up on the stand. And there are cross-examining him, talking about his witnesses and everything. And um, the um, one of Amber's um, lawyers... Um, a woman, I forgot her name. I, I don't remember the name of the lawyer, but she held up a particular makeup compact that's a contouring con- compact with the shades to hide um, color correction. Hmm. You know, it has green in it, yellows, yeah, yeah. you know, so if you have a bruise or red blemishes, you can hide those. And um, this lawyer held it up and said, we will show when we testify that she used this compact from the years that she was married, which was between 2014 and 2016, where the abuse was taking place, and using this compact to cover up the makeup on her face. Okay, well, the manufacturer of the uh, makeup, which was Milani, uh, came forward with a TikTok um, saying that, uh, look, she said from 2014 to 2016, she used this particular brand yeah, I don't think so, because that makeup, that contouring palette did not um, be released until 2017. Nice try. <laughs> so I'm everybody is now wanting to buy Milani makeup. Good job for them. I wouldn't even mind buying some of it. And um, Well, I don't plan on hitting you anytime soon. <laughs> um, but um, everybody's hoping... That um, Johnny's side, the lawyers caught wind of that TikTok and are hoping that they um, put Milani on the stand to testify that when that compact came out, because that will blow Amber's stuff out of the water on that on that particular case. Oh my! I mean, you've been showing all that stuff to me, and oh my gosh, the hell that he put. The hell that she had put um, Johnny Depp through, Mm-mm. I oh my god, I, I'm I'm wondering about after all that she's going to be blacklisted. I hope she's so. not going to get hired for any other projects anytime soon. I mean, I have loved, followed Johnny's work ever since Twenty One Jump Street. Same here, and I respect the man. I I um love his work he done. He has some little goofy roles but that's what i like about it actually to be fair um i first started following him since the very first nightmare on elm street film which came out in 1984 yeah i i've seen that too and yeah when oh that scene was awesome but <laughs> yes I, I did love that and i just i've always liked him um even in some of the movies that have bombed in the theaters i liked you know lone ranger i'm sorry i thought it was cute i they made that too much of a Johnny Depp movie for that, but what it's it is what it is. It is what it is. But um, it on the stand, Johnny was talking about you know their how he would always be surrounded by 
Amber's friends or Amber's family, how she wouldn't let him see his own kids and try to stop that. Her friends and her family are living in his penthouses for free. And he's being so generous. And this is how she treats him? Like, seriously? Um, like there was a video to where he was banging up and destroying cabinets. So what? Those are his cabinets. He could destroy his cabinets. I, he never touched her. That's proof. Because I guarantee you she wouldn't be talking smack if he did. Mm. I mean, but no. How, I mean, how would you feel? Okay. How would you would feel if you found out that your family member died? With mom, dad, brother, sister, how would you feel? I mean, I certainly wouldn't be just like, <sighs> no, I'd be really, really upset. And some people, they channel their um, their um, emotions in different ways. I mean, like Johnny Depp said, the um, way he handled it, he basically was being destructive. I mean, that stuff can be replaced, but I'm glad to, to see that he didn't resort to any physical violence against another person. Yeah, so, I mean, I am all for Johnny to come out ahead on this, and he'll always have my support because... Mine too. I could see in his eyes, in his face, I could tell who, you know, she just looks like a cold-hearted, gold-digging, you know... You know. Yeah, uh, a female canine. And uh, the word that rhymes with bunt cake. Yeah, bunt cake. That that's yeah. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I'll try to do more little tidbits on this as they come up. But I don't want to, you know, do a whole episode just on this. There's enough um, podcasts and YouTube's on that. That's enough to make anybody's head spin. But I will say one thing before we go on to the next subject. My favorite film he ever did: Fear and Loathing, Las Vegas. Best soundtrack ever. Yes, that that is awesome, and that I got my husband the the vinyl on that the soundtrack on vi- colored vinyl, and oh, he was just tickled pink when he saw that. Oh man, oh so good, but um, yeah, but uh, hey, honey, I've been thinking. Hey, hon, what you been thinking about? Uh, the more recent episode of Doctor Who, and uh, Jodie Whittaker is going to be leaving. Um, the series after this next special that's going to be coming out soon. Thank goodness. Oh my God. Because especially that whole her run. Now as an actress, I don't remember seeing her in anything else, so I can't speak about her being an actress, but um, her as a doctor kind of made me vomit in my mouth. That, her, and the combination of Chibnall, um, yeah, bad combo. When she, be- I mean, first of all, I w- I'm always excited to see Who's going to be the next Doctor mm-hmm. when the Doctor regenerates? In case you guys don't follow Doctor Who, first of all, shame on you. Mm-hmm. The show's been around for nearly 60 years, so shame on you for not following it. But um, what happens is when an actor feels like they can't do the run anymore as a Doctor, they write into the script that the Doctor comes into some some horrific occurrence that he's about ready to die and how he survives from passing on is his body uh, regenerates into the, another form. He's got to keep in mind that the doctor is a time Lord is an alien from Gallifrey. Boy, I sound like a damn nerd. You um, are dear. You are, but <laughs> that's okay. So am I. <laughs> so, 
um, and they, they just have this ability to regenerate or change to avoid from dying. Well, the doctor has done this about 13 times, officially. And, you know, where we had where when it got rebooted from the, the 80s and it got rebooted, we had uh, Christopher Eccleston. The ninth, uh, ninth doctor. Ninth doctor. Mm-hmm. Loved him, but he left due to personal reasons. And that was totally fine. I mean, still give him props. He's still a great number nine doctor. Um, then we had um, David, David Tennant. David Tennant. Number 10. And he had that run for a while, but um, someone else who had the the reins a little longer than him, I do believe, was Matt Smith. I don't know. I mean, they, I, it looks I, like they both had the same uh, I think, run, I think. I think Matt had it for a little bit longer. It could have. I'm not and sure. And then after Matt, we had uh, Peter Capaldi. Which, oh my God, I love Peter Capaldi. <laughs> Loved him. And boy, can he riff on a guitar. Oh my God. <laughs> And then um, it got passed to now Jodie Whittaker. Now, like I was starting to say, I was open to, for a female doctor to come in. I was sure. like, that would be great. And Jodie Whittaker didn't hear much about it. I was like, okay, I'll give her a chance. She put in such a flat performance of the doctor. No personality whatsoever. It's like she was trying to do an impression of David Tennant, and it was just god-awful. Like a 10-year-old doing an impersonation of a doctor. I mean, it just, it was bad. And then don't get me started on the extremely bad uh, acting of the companions, except for the most recent companion that they've only picked up for the past John Bishop. John Bishop, for the past couple episodes. He has been good. I mean, he sparkled, but... All these other ones? Oh, wow. Oh. Holy moly. What oh. in the hell? I'm just so Heartburn. glad. I'm so glad we're going to be moving into the 14th one, which <sighs> the episodes won't be won't start airing until like next year, which I'm fine with that. I'm okay but, with that. So we will find out. Um, there's two more episodes. Um, and then after that, we'll find out who on that last one. We should find out who the new doctor will be. Although they are going to make an announcement here soon in a few weeks. So yeah. spoilers. Yeah, but that's okay. I, I'm I'm willing. We have so many wishes of who we would like to see as a doctor. Oh, man. But we don't want to say anything to jinx anything. I mean, we could keep our paws crossed, but it's not going to happen. I know it. But I am more excited about Davis coming back. Russell T. Davis. I mean, I mean after, oh, um, oh gosh, I forgot that one. Uh, Muffet. Stephen Muffet, he did all right when he when Doctor Who came back. You, Stephen Muffet was pretty good as a head writer and just being the main guy in charge and all that because he was a lifelong Doctor Who fan himself, just like uh, David Tennant. But Russell T. Davis, come he on, he gave us uh, so many memorable villains and great storylines that carried on even through a couple different Doctors, a couple different seasons. That I mean, the same villains, same story, underlying storyline. Like with, it's just we we're missing that. We had no continuity with Jody's reign. It, nothing. It's like okay, these, this is boring. And these um different types of uh enemies or bad guys that oh came across God. here. I mean, what the hell? Okay, this last one you had a pirate fish fish people that the mouse people the, the mouths didn't even move when they talked uh and they sound like they were gargling salt water i mean okay um they're about as uh 
active as Jodie Whittaker as the doctor. Uh, yeah, pretty lame. Uh, I expected a little more oomph, but, you know, we weren't the directors. We didn't choose this. We weren't the writers. We would have changed a lot of things, but... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, um, I'm just excited for... And a lot of people are excited for Davis to come back, um... And to see who the new doctor is. I'm just, I'm, I can't wait, really. I'm, I'm so looking forward to this. Um, I mean, Jodie Whittaker, I'm, you know, you just weren't cut out for this. I'm just going to be honest. There are so many other grades that came up before you. I know you tried your hardest and bless you for doing all that you could, but you did not nail it. I'm sorry. Of all the doctors, I've, I mean, I've been a fan of the show. Pretty much ever since like the 60s episode. Now keep in mind, I was born in 79. So a lot of the stuff I caught on reruns. And unfortunately, there are a lot of these episodes you can't see because the BBC and for all of its infinite wisdom back in the day, they scrimped and saved on everything. They recycled. So any videotapes of the Doctor Who uh, episodes are gone. And if there were any um, 35 millimeter prints of those episodes, those are gone too. Those don't last very long. So I miss out a lot of stuff, but all the doctors I've seen, I mean, even Tom Baker, the fourth doctor, who is my personal favorite, you will never, Jody, I'm sorry, you'll never hold a candle to him. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you might have been, you might have done a few, um, I forgot the TV show you were in with Tennant and might have been friends with him. That's great. Yeah, no one's talking about it. But I'm gonna say it's Broadchurch, but I think, can't no, be right. No, I think it was Broadchurch. I think it was Broadchurch. I, th- I was I thought Broadchurch was like the American version of the same type of show. Basically, what that is, it's David Tennant plays this detective who's in this uh, small town trying to figure out who killed um, this uh, child, and he and this uh, um, other female detective were trying to figure this out. And I think Jodie Whittaker was that. Uh, the um the other detective, but I want to say it's Broadchurch, but uh, I'm probably wrong. I don't know. I you know, we'll we'll talk about that some other time, but I I'm unable to research it at this moment. But. Yeah, no, I understand. But, but yeah, I I'm, just I'm excited. And, you know, then we could really have some interesting um hey honeys. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean we're gonna be doing these uh the we're gonna do this podcast about once a week and everything, so that way. Uh, we don't oversaturate the market with our dribble, <laughs> mindless dribble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what we're gonna just do. Is just we're gonna bring this out to you guys every week, and um, yeah, both. But I thought I did pretty good in the first episode. I mean, we breezed through the topics pretty quickly, but at the same time, you know, we're not the only ones who have these opinions about the things we've discussed. Exactly. So I mean, that's what's so cool. Um, we have all these opinions and we'd just like to share them with you. So there we go. And we'll admit if we're wrong or if we don't know something, we'll, you know, say, hey, we don't know for sure, but you know, but and we do like means, our opinions. And by all means, please let us know what you guys think. And I mean leave your uh your uh comments and all that. I mean, um I don't have all the data about um where the comments are gonna be located, but uh, you know, there's that. Um, and we still have some contact information. We're still trying to figure out so that way you guys get a hold of us personally. If you have any, uh, thoughts or whatnot, if you want to share that with us, but, um, yeah, I think I'm pretty happy with what we've done here so far. And, um, again, I'd like to thank Dason crew for, um, for allowing us to 
share some time with you guys. Uh, Dace, thank you for all that. And, um, well, we're going to go ahead. We're going to get out of here. Will you guys have yourselves a, a great day or a great night, depending on when you're listening to this? And right, we'll just uh, see you guys later. Yep, you have guys. But how does that work? You're saying see you later if you guys can't even see us. Well, how about have a great night and um, stay out of trouble? Yeah, and uh, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. This has been a Basement Protocol production. Thank you for listening.